This is the psychiatric ward. Yes, I know that. And you think that I'm insane. Hello everyone and welcome to Kill the Cast. My name is Jerry and as always I am joined by the Silent Hill biker, Kenneth. Hi. And not as always, I am joined by legendary podcasting host, producer, other impressive words of the Skeleton Crew and of the Married with Children podcast, Alex Edwards. You do a Married with Children podcast? You know, you would think no one would want to listen to a show about Married with Children. I fucking love it. Turn. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, I do. I enjoy the hell out of it. <laughs> I enjoy the hell out of it, and I'm on it. Yeah. I just listened to uh, our Peggy Sue Got Worked uh, show yesterday. Oh, is that what that sound is when we're recording? You're enjoying it? Uh, yeah. Have you never heard what enjoyment sounds like when you're recording with people? Yeah, it's like this. I was going to go with fat, 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 but that works too. Let's <laughs> <laughs> pull on the old cheeks. so will get a sound effect. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know you were pulling a, a Michael J. Oh, yeah. Uh, which I got to relive some Michael J today because, uh, well, actually, I was listening to the episode where you were talking with uh, the dude from, fuck is that podcast that you beefed with because of Matt Wazell? Oh. Oh wow! Yeah, remember we brought him back on, Tom. Yeah, Tom. Like I just, I'm like finishing that episode. Yeah, I was well, awfully nice to him, wasn't I? You were really nice to him, especially after he said y'all. I, I think it was him who said y'all sucked the dick of whore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Uh, that, yeah, he Kenneth. Just, he didn't get it. Kenneth hasn't heard that far back because Jamie's not on it. Mm. I don't know, man. I binge listened to the shit out of Skeleton Crew. Oh, wow. But not the mic ones? I, I, I don't know, man, because I didn't start at the beginning and work my way. I kind of hopped around. But right. since I drive a truck for a living, I can listen to podcasts all day. So I just I just started somewhere and let it go. <laughs> yeah, that's the way to do it. Yeah, it works out. So, Kenneth, what have you been doing this week? Um, trying to catch whatever movies I could. Um, I really debated on after we get done recording this, going and seeing Logan. Um, other than that, not really, not really a whole bunch of nothing watching what we're fixing to talk about was definitely interesting. Hey. Wait, can I, can I guess real quick why you're debating to see that? Sure. Is, is it cause you saw the last four Wolverine movies? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> All the Wolverine movies have sucked. Every single uh, one of them have sucked. They're terrible. Uh, it's almost like DC made them. I don't understand how Fox ooh. can fuck that up so bad. Where's Dan Chase at, damn it? I yeah. actually I, I actually enjoyed the Wolverine movies. Yeah, but you also enjoyed, enjoyed the village. That's true. You also I enjoyed, enjoyed this. what? The village. The village. Oh, that's alright. Oh, don't say that, Alex. Don't don't give him any any ammunition. Mm. Oh please, go ahead. Jerry fucking hated it. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, fuck that movie. Alex, what have you been up to? Well, tonight's a very big night in my life uh, for horror because I'm one of those – I mean, I don't think there are many people like me, so I shouldn't even say that because I'm probably the only person who has yet to watch Alien or Aliens, and I finally watched them back-to-back tonight. Oh, I know. Nice. Are, are you watching it for a show so that I can't ask you any questions? Um, it may spawn a show. 
Okay. But, so, you know, this like, but this wasn't supposed to be our next show. This just, I was like, hey, Alex, do you want to do it? And you were like, yeah. Um, and then I jacked off. And, uh, but our next show <laughs> is Alien versus The Thing. It's, oh. it's Horror Coliseum. So I'm really glad you just watched Alien because we're going to compare Alien and The Thing, how similar they are, what does what better. We've got this huge list of notes. It's actually pretty much. Uh, think of your Halloween versus Friday the 13th show, because that was our inspiration uh-huh. for it, um, Ooh, that you and Banana Laser did together, um, but just on a smaller scale, just one movie versus one movie. Right. Yeah, that one was very intricate, because we had to line up so many aspects. But uh, yeah, one-on-one, that that should be good, because even when I was watching it, I was thinking of the similarities. But all I could say is, you know, without going too far or long about it, that um, I am just so glad I saw them. I'm glad I saw them back to back. And man, they really are everything everybody's said they were. Which which one do you like better? You know, it's hard to say because Alien is. I seemed to like it the whole way through, and then at the end, I thought it was. I thought it it wasn't as big of a ta-da ending as I thought I, I would get. But then all of a sudden, it was like another ending. So. That that kind of made me feel like it was a complete movie and it was good and this and that. And then when I watched the second one, I felt it was very uh, – the pacing was maybe better, even though the substance wasn't as good. But then um, like 45 minutes into it, I was like, gee, I think I like Alien better. And then all of a sudden, uh, around the halfway mark, from there, it kind of picks up in a different way. And then from there, by the time you get you get done with it, you're like, wow, these are just two great movies. And you know, I'm t- obviously I don't know enough, I didn't memorize enough, and I'm just t- too new at it to really give a good answer of which one's better. But I'm just saying that they're both literally like five out of fives. Mm. I like the original better, not because I hate James Cameron, but because. I just I I think it's way more atmospheric. It's it's way creepier. It's I, I kind of oh, yeah. not like knowing a lot of the shit that's going on. Um, Kenneth, you, which one did you like better? Your original Alien, also, right? Right, and it's it's actually ironic. I watched the first one again today. Uh, wow. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I'm getting ready for our show. So, um, but uh, I I like the original. Um, but at the same time, I really like Aliens too. But the difference between Jerry, you and a lot of people is that you really don't like action movies and Aliens is more to me of like a sci action movie than a sci horror movie. Yeah, that's true because I'm not a big action fan. I don't like the Terminator movies. I don't like what? Top Gun movies. I don't. Yeah. No. I, oh, yeah. I don't think I've ever told Alex about my uh, not <laughs> Alex, liking we of... have been Alex, we have been round with him about the damn Terminator series, dude. Wow. Like, look, I understand if you don't like three that much and then the other one after that that much. Uh, Genesis is a weird one to, you know, it's like I appreciate a lot of what they did, but a lot of it was like weird because they changed things that are like not changeable. Which one's Genesis? Is that the one with uh, Patrick Bateman? I don't know. uh, Arnold has gray hair. Wow. No, it's the newest one that they put out where uh, the uh, the operating system is what's going to be the new Cyberdyne crazy shit. Oh, so that's oh, the one with... Oh, the uh, Psycho guy, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah American right, Psycho right. guy. Christian Bale was in one of that them. Was, that was Terminator Salvation. That was on. Oh. So, okay, then the Genesis is the one with uh, uh, Amelia Clark, the Khaleesi from Game of Thrones. Maybe. I don't know. Oh, okay. 
Fair enough. It's it's just Arnold with gray hair. Arnold with gray. You know, I had yeah. an interview with you and Arnold once, Alex. It didn't go very well. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was high strung. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Fuck you. Yeah. I think that between that and the uh, the uh, uh, fucking werewolf jacking off one, uh, Teen Wolf <laughs> masturbation one, I think those might be the two like funniest skits I've ever heard. Yeah, I can't believe you was doing that. I don't know. The story about the shit in a pizza box. Dude. Wait, shit in a pizza box? What is it? Is that from a late? Do I not? Have I not hit that yet? Uh, maybe no, you haven't. And can, you know, you drive a truck. I don't understand how you don't relate to this, <laughs> dude. I, I, I cracked up, man. I could not. I couldn't <laughs> see. I was laughing so hard with the shit in the pizza box. <laughs> <laughs> and then we threw it on a guy's front lawn. Yeah, that shit was great. <laughs> oh, gee, I don't know what episode this is, but I kind of can't wait to get to it. I know I've got uh, coming up. I've got the Abbott and Costello episode, and I've got uh, Alex's favorite. Uh, Garbage Pail Kids coming up. Yeah. Which I've got to watch the Garbage Pail Kid movie now. Yep. Because I haven't seen it. Oh, that's wow. It. All of my friends died. Every one of them. No, I'm the one who died. It's true. They're alive. Then you want to know why they didn't return, don't you? I don't want to tell you the story. Would only convince you that I really am insane. Alex, have you ever slapped someone in the face so that you could show them you love them? No, I punch them in the back of the head. <laughs> That's my method. Is that how you got Dan Chase to fall in love with you? Yeah, all over again. That's how we made amends. I could see it. Nice. That mother. Yeah. I, I was talking with him the other night on uh, Messenger. Because uh, him and I have been having meme wars throughout all know, the all the that. Facebook horror groups. I don't know why. Just it, like mostly because Watson of Horror Corridor keeps uh, like chanting us on to do it. Yeah, and he sh- he shoved your head in a toilet bowl I saw the other day. Yeah, as he, a cat. Yeah, as a cat, a cat representing them cats. But like, <laughs> I'm talking to Dad about uh, music. And we just started, like, singing Hawthorne High emo songs to each other. And I was like, man, I cannot see Dan and Alex singing emo songs to each other. I finally figured out how I'm going to steal Dan away from him. Yeah. You're going to do the one thing I can't. Yeah, I'm going to be his fallout boy. After all the years I put in, you're still just going to come up and... You, Take them away. You might have put in a lot of years, but I'm about to put in a lot of inches. <laughs> hey, man, it's quality over quantity, right? Uh, wishful thinking, Jerry. Wishful thinking. Yeah, well, someone's got to pretend. So, <laughs> Kenneth, I, I've known yes. you to uh, never slap a woman to show them that you love them. But... Do you like, uh, like how this happens a lot in, in old, especially in older movies where the woman's being hysterical and they slap them and they're like, listen here, I love you. Heaven wasn't so far away, you know? Um, hmm. Kenneth, why do people do this? What is, can you break this down? Do you have any understanding of this situation? Honestly, no. 
I've never really understood, you know, how how hitting someone, you know, shows that you're affectionate to them. But, you know, I don't know. Knock the shit out of Reese and see what she says. You're going to get me stabbed. Uh, It'll be all right. Alex. um, Yeah, what's up? Alex Alex about got me stabbed the other day while we were doing Married with Children podcast. Oh, yeah. Wait till you hear that one. Yeah. Reese got to be on the show, Kenneth. You'll get, to, you'll, you'll. She was, nice. she was on the show for like, I don't know, ten minutes or some shit like that. They had to ask her a question. I got booted off the show. Mm-hmm. We're That's actually funny. hoping that she could be the the new permanent host, but then you came back. Yeah. <laughs> they, they keep actually, trying to get her on this show too, and I keep telling them no. Yeah, Kenneth, you I should feel- come on to Mary with Children when we do the the biker episode. Okay. Kenneth actually yeah. could. He's actually really like uh it's because of him. I went I told you Alex, we went I went to go visit my dad and I went with, I hang over at Kenneth's and me him and Reese, we ate Taco Bell and watched Married with Children. Um and then because of that when we were all spitballing Christmas show ideas, we started doing sitcoms. Kenneth was my go-to guy for hey, what sitcoms should we do? Oh, wow. And uh, Roseanne, Mary with Children, Martin. Ke- Kenneth is an expert at sitcoms. So uh, Yeah, I grew up watching sitcoms. So you have a role in why our show exists? I guess. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Nice. Because, because, of, because you know what? I, I promise you, if I had not watched Married with Children that day with Kenneth, Watching a couple episodes, making me want to watch more. Because um, we, we were watching, what, season two, I think? I can't uh, Yeah, I can't season remember. two, because we had the Dump Water Florida episodes. Yeah. Because um, I, I just bought the box set and was, like, just letting it run. Yeah. Yeah, it's all jumbled at that point. You got to... I got the. I'm gonna make a video pretty soon. You'll see. I have the individual releases that they used to do. I like how you keep saying you're gonna make a video when the video's already made. Well, no, you know. Oh, you're gonna make a new one. I'm gonna re-record the intro. Oh, okay, fair enough. I was sort of jealous of what you did, and I said, "Well, I could do that. I could do that, but better." (sighs) But yeah, I'm gonna redo. I still, I'm gonna leave everything where I was like showing the covers and all that, but I'm gonna re-intro that. Gotcha. So yeah, because of uh, that. We did the Halloween uh, Christmas episode, which you listened to, Alex. Um, yeah, I loved it. You and guys th- are good. And then you, yeah, which is weird because this show is not good. Thank you. Um, we, uh, because of that, that subliminally kicked in your head that, you know, you're like, I've always wanted to do this. Mm-hmm. I have to do it. And so, well, you, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, listening to you guys talk about it, I was like, uh, well, I was impressed at how well that you were able to do it because it's so out of your realm. Uh, the only thing that was loosely tying it together was the horror in a Halloween episode and stuff. And um, it was such a great time. <clears throat> and I've I've already toyed with the idea of doing certain TV shows. So it's not like I never thought of this. But I might have never thought of Married with Children. I'm not really sure. But all I know is about a week after listening to that, it just like uh, so- something dawned on me and I was like, you know, I- I'd really like to just start something and do something I always wanted to do and just get away from Skeleton Crew and just start a, a whole new thing. And I don't know, like it's like God spoke to me and I- he just said, 
Married with Children. I get nothing. It, I didn't even go, should I do Sons of Anarchy? Should I do Married with Children? Should I do, you know, this, that, the other, Twilight Zone? Like, I've toyed with all these other shows. But for some reason, that was just like an instant uh, thing that I was supposed to do. And then um, I mentioned it. And then you said, you know, if you need another guy, I'm here and this and that. So then you and then Justin came. And it was just like it was all meant to be. And then it, I wanted to start it like fresh. And I'm, I'm like uh, OCD, like with numbers. Anytime I turn the volume up on something, it always has to stop at a two or a zero or a, a five for some reason. Like, I don't know. So I with the show, I needed it to start on some kind of perfectness. So it was the first Friday of 2017. So now I could say every Friday, starting with the, right away, the beginning of the year. So it was all kind of in sync for all my uh, craziness. So it worked out. That's very Hell true. Yeah. yeah, when you jumped on it, I, when you mentioned it, I was, I jumped on that like crazy because I was like, dude, I just did a Married with Children episode. I don't need, here's my audition. I'm, I'm yeah. fucking here, man. I, I just ah. did this. And, uh, and it's amazing how much information that you can that you can come that you can come across and you can learn and whatever else on a, about a show that's like 20 25 minutes long. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's so much shit. When you really start analyzing each one of these episodes of this show, there's so much shit going on in there that you never <laughs> thought about when you're watching them on TV back in the day. Mhm. Yeah, like where that sock went when Peggy threw it. <laughs> yeah, dude, we we really had no intention on really going any longer than the episode was maybe we thought every show would be 30 minutes and we can't seem to get away from the 50 minute mark. Yeah. And that's with you cutting stuff out, adding clips yeah. from the show. Like, like it, guys, it is one thing to um, listen to a show that Alex has produced it is a completely different thing to do a show with Alex and then hear it afterwards. It is, it is one of the craziest experiences I've ever had in my life when the first time I sat down and listened to a Married with Children podcast. Because Kenneth and I, we listen to our Kill the Cast. Like once we edit it, once I edit it, put it out, we listen to it. Not only because we want to learn about ourselves and what we're getting doing better yeah getting better what we're doing good bad all that stuff um when i really get irritated at my own performance yeah and, mm -hmm. and you call me at 6 a.m in the morning yeah I, <laughs> man there's been a couple of times where i'm like i call jerry like because i'll start listening to podcasts the very next morning when i'm on my way to work and right. i'm like i'll call jerry and i'm like god damn man i sounded like shit <laughs> i certainly hope it is a man because then i'll be able to talk to him I'll be very interested to hear what he says. A man thinks strange things when he's out of his mind. His reality may be more fascinating than ours. And it wouldn't matter what he ate. Maybe we should have just yeah, done a whole episode where we just interviewed Alex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alex, what's your favorite type of turkey? Yeah, I have nothing interesting to say, believe me. <laughs> I, I, I know, I hear it every week. Um... <laughs> I'm, I am curious, though, since we're going to go on the whole interviewing Alex thing. I am curious, though, how come you didn't do Sons of Anarchy or was it just the fact that uh, or was it just the fact that everything just kind of aligned? Was that the only reason why you didn't do it? Um, 
like, like I said, like it literally for some reason, Mary with Children just was in my head, and I think it was because of you guys. Like literally, listening to that show, it's just something clicked that you know what, you showed me that this is possible, and I was like, because the only I always wanted to do, um, like the first one I toyed around with was Twilight Zone. Then one day, or I should say one week or two. I went on Netflix and I watched every because you know I don't know if this is the same for you guys, but with that show, you ever notice you always just watch the same ones all the time and you skip like every sixth one or whatever, or like mm-hmm. you, know, you skip six in a row, then get to a good one, six in a row, and get to a good one. So yeah. I said, well, if I'm ever going to do this, let me watch all these and see if it's a really good show or if it's a show that just has really great episodes. And what I learned was. Twilight Zone is just a show that has great episodes. It's not a good show. So I was like, well, yeah, I don't want to sit through all this shit just to get to like, you know, 25 great episodes because there's like 100, you know. So that, you know, that I got that was off the table. Sons of Anarchy, I would that'd be like the greatest time ever to do that show. But um, I guess the problem, I guess I thought was that, uh, yes, it's already over and so is Mary with Children, but it seems like when it's that close to just being over, it almost seems pointless. And when you're looking back on something from 30 years ago, it seems awesome. And yeah, I don't so that, know the difference. That would have been the only reason why if, if, if I would have had the choice to do a sitcom or to do a show like that, that would have been the reason why I wouldn't have done Sons is because it's, you know, it, it ended, what, like what like a year ago, two years two, ago? Two years ago now, yeah. Yeah, something like that. You know, so I agree with you on that on that point. Right, like, it, it's weird to... Even if you started it, like, if, if we started it three years ago, you would almost just have to stay with season seven, you know? Just to, so people listen every week to, to the, uh, wrapping up that episode. Like, we couldn't even start season one at that point because people wouldn't really want to hear about that every week. You know what I mean? Because they're on season seven right now. They know it's ending and they want to, you know, hear up-to-date stuff. So it's almost like if you didn't start that show right away, then maybe we could start it ten years from now and it'll be cool again. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> Jerry, you really need to watch the man. I, oh, kn- I know both of you have told me how much I need to watch Sons of Anarchy and Ron Perlman's in it and I like him and Oh yeah. And Peggy's you know, in you it. You know you know what's crazy about Ron Perlman being in Sons is that even after he finished the show, he still doesn't like motorcycles. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's he, he's almost like terrified of him. He can't stand him. And he's yeah. like yeah, it was in one of the interviews that I watched on the DVDs and I was just like, Really? You know, Charlie Hunnam, the guy that plays Jax, he got all into it and he owns like three or four motorcycles and Ron Perlman still hates him. Yeah, and Charlie Hunnam's so into it that when <clears throat> Sons rapped, he literally had to disconnect himself from that character in every way, so he stopped writing. Like that is crazy. Wow. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Well- Hey, well, you know, seven years in of, you know, being that deep in, into a character like that, I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was the deepest, man. Like, when you see him as Jax, like, <clears throat> you'll know that he is Jax. Yeah. And it's because of what he did, yeah. I have no idea what the fuck y'all are talking about. He, he becomes <laughs> you will. the guy. Yeah, you will. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, dude, you know, it's, I'm trying to think of something that you would know that you can relate it to. Uh, you know, like I'm trying to find a way that you can relate it to one of the characters in Game of Thrones, but I'm not that deep into Game of Thrones yet. Game okay, of- remember when Michelangelo and Raphael started eating pizza a lot? Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know what? This, like, I'll be honest with you. Like, uh, th- this is about to turn into an interview, Alex. Thing, uh, Alex, I got a question for you. Why do you okay. think? <laughs> why? Why do you think in Friday the Thirteenth Part Two that the it was rat piss? It was not rat piss. Okay, she piss. The, the piss shows down at the bottom of the bed. We see her. Her head's towards the top. The rat's right next to her. There's no way he ran all the way down there, pissed, and then ran all the way back up. No, she peed herself. I guess I never focused on where it came at, like what part of the bed it came from. But, I just always automatically assumed it was her and it was coming out of her pants leg. Yeah, well, that's the reason I never thought it was her because pants are gigantic. And imagine it being a big napkin and or towel. So wouldn't it take a lot of piss to eventually escape the cloth? And then and even if it did, how could it shoot out into a stream like that? That seems like an open penis of some kind shooting pee right out. So it, it almost doesn't make any logical sense. It's almost like a total movie mistake because, yeah, you're implying Ginny by where it is, and I guess that she's afraid, but you're also doing it as if she's not wearing clothes and as if she's aiming it straight out of the bed. So it doesn't make any sense. So the, it seems like it should be the rat from how it's coming out. But it should be her because of everything else I just said. Well, she was out drinking beforehand. Maybe maybe she's got just like really, really strong beer piss or something. Oh my, oh my God, John motherfucker's going to make me watch the Friday the 13th Part 2. <laughs> you know, it was Friday the 13th Part 2 a dream? Like, was that whole movie a dream? Just the end. Just just the end's a dream? I can't I can't figure it out. In, in Friday the 13th Part 3, did Jason rape Chris? Um, it was implied. Yeah, well, it's only implied because her parents wouldn't speak of it. But I think Chris would realize if her pussy was sore, right? Uh, I mean, that's you would think if you got fucked by a mongoloid, you know, you would remember that. Like, there's not enough uh, ecstasy and cocaine and mouthwash and therapy for me to forget that. I don't know, though, man. I mean, when you really like really look at it, you know, from from psychological studies and stuff like that, I really don't think it's that far fetched for somebody to completely block something like that out, because you actually hear stories of people doing that kind of thing all the time. That's true. All right. Where it's such a where it's such a mentally traumatic experience that they're, they're just like they completely omit it from from their psyche from that point. Yeah. Speaking of deep questions uh, that make you think from the from the the psychological viewpoint of humanity, uh, in Friday the 13th Part 4, did Jason kill the dog or did the dog commit suicide? I think the dog jumped out the window. Yeah, he just ran out of the window. So y'all just think the dog just straight up committed suicide? Yeah. Well, did he die? Did they show his body on the floor? I don't, I don't fucking know. I think so. I thought he just ran away into the woods. I don't uh... know. I, I, I agree with Alex. I don't think you ever... You ever see what happened to the dog other than going out the window? Did you guys think that he'd come back for some big dramatic ending and bite Jason's arm or something while he was trying to, like, stab? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, how come he didn't do anything? It's weird. 
Yeah. Just get in the way. He jumped through a window to get away. If I jump through a window, I'm not coming back. I'm done. It's game over. I'm out. Like, okay. The only character in the series that goes through a window and survives and gets away? Fuck yeah, I'll hold that title. (laughs) Yeah, for real. Alex, another question for you. Are you a dead fuck? Um, Well, what would I have to accomplish to get that title? Is is Ted implying that... um, he can't uh, that that Jim can't get a hard on, or that he's he doesn't satisfy the woman in bed. I don't know, Alex. Let me put it in the old computer here. Okay. Where's the <laughs> fucking corkscrew? <laughs> <laughs> Where the hell's the corkscrew? Hey, that's it. Okay. Okay. Uh, Alex, you used to be my hero because you didn't like a Nightmare on Elm Street. Then you, for some dumb reason, decided to change your mind because of a retrospective that y'all did on Nightmare on Elm Street. Now, none of that matters. Friday the 13th, part six. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street uh, 2 is your favorite. Yeah. Um, I think I'm secretly gay. That's the whole thing with that. I'm really hoping it's not a secret. Like, I'm sorry, Tiffany. I'm only friends with you on Facebook. So that I can find out more things about Alex. <laughs> so, so that I can eventually go to New Jersey and take him away. Which I told myself I would never go to New Jersey. Because who the fuck wants to go to New Jersey? Most people say they'll never go to New Jersey. Yeah. I want to hang out at the Quick Stop. Hang out at the Quick Stop. Mm-hmm. Uh, go see. You know, Kenneth, you know how me and you were talking about Tusk the other day? I got to hear Alex talk about Tusk on... <laughs> on uh, the the uh skeleton crew and he was oh, like and he was calling justin long the ugliest motherfucker <laughs> he was like that motherfucker's ugly ass mustache oh he's so all that he's so ugly in that movie um i hated and, that movie oh me t- dude the worst part the mo- where that movie completely falls apart is the entire johnny depp thing yes that was horrible that's what kenneth and i said that as soon as johnny depp shows up he uh, ruins the whole movie yeah oh yeah it's it's which, almost which as if he was mocking is acting which pot oh alex talking which about one no Tusk? which one were we were talking about it oh yeah, which, i want to hear you guys talk about it. uh we talked about at the beginning of one episode it was probably maybe it was he never died because yeah, I think it, it was he never died. Because I went on a rant about how bad I thought it sucked. Gotta hear this. Yeah. Oh wait, he never died. It's right here. Isn't that like a recent one? Yeah, I told yeah. you not to listen to the show until you see the movie first. But you were like, "Oh, that's why I didn't." Listen. You yeah, because you were. This was before <laughs> the unlimited data thing, and you were uh, away for work. Okay. Because I was pissed because you didn't finish uh, the Creature from the Black Lagoon episode editing. And I right. had to wait longer for that, which is also hilarious. By the way, thank you for the shout out on uh, the newest episode of Skeleton Crew. Um, oh, no problem. Which now people are going to hear this episode and be like, the fuck is this? I'll kill you all. He's mad. Yeah. I ate mushrooms. Now you know. I read in a book a long time ago that the Mexicans used to eat them in order to enhance their perception and get a sense of well-being. Don't move!
Japanese legends mention laughing mushrooms, so I'm in good company. The people who went out to gather the mushrooms danced in high spirits in the mountains and were in touch with the infinite. Matango, according to your understanding, means a person no longer human. That's just fine by me. Because when I kill you, I won't be committing any crime. Yeah, right, can you imagine? Yeah. Go- I want to hear your Black Cat episode. I listened to that episode you guys did three times now. I want to hear it one more time. Uh, some about the Black Cat? Oh, man. Yeah. I you really love- enjoyed that episode? Yeah, for some reason, I just I played it like three times in a, in a row, I think. See? And like, we had fun I- with that one. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to feather the skin from your body. I told when, so, okay. So me and Jay started this podcast because we have both done the 31 days of horror challenge and he didn't like cannibal Holocaust and I love cannibal Holocaust. And I was like, dude, we should do a podcast together. I wanted to do another podcast because I used to do one on retro gaming and I wanted to do one, but I didn't want to do it on retro gaming. So we started kill the cast. Um, me and Jay were having issues lining up time to record. So I was like, Jay, do you care if I do some episodes with my buddy Kenneth? And I made Kenneth uh, watch I Saw the Devil, which is a Korean movie. I saw that. Because I, I saw that. I thought Kenneth would like that movie. And he didn't. And it made I didn't become, hate it. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I guess I held that movie in such high regard that I was like really kind of upset that you didn't like it as much as I thought you would. So I was like, okay, the next one I do with Kenneth, I got to make sure it's something he's going to like. I got to hit him with something he's never seen that he's just going to fucking love. And I was like, you know what? The Black Cat. No one talks about the Black Cat. No yeah. one, even when you mention Lugosi or Karloff, no one talks about the Black Cat. Like literally the only person I've ever seen talk about this movie is fucking James Rolfe from Cinemasker, the angry video game nerd. He's literally yeah. the only person. And he's a... Uh, such a fucking expert on horror. It's not even funny. Um, so I was like, Kenneth, do you want to do the black cat? And he's like, I've never heard of it. So I told him Boris Karloff, Bill Lugosi's like, I'm down. And we did it. And, uh, that to me is one of my favorite episodes of kill the cast. Just because I love that movie. It's my favorite universal movie outside of the monsters. It is my favorite movie from the 1930s. And I'd probably have to say it's my favorite Universal movie next to Creature. Yeah, next to Creature, it's my favorite uh, movie. And I think Creature only wins just because I have such a good time with Creature. It's so it's just such a good adventure. I still hate that. I still hate the fact that Jay didn't see it as see it the way we see it. Yeah. This Creature is so good. You know, I was talking to Alex earlier about how a lot of people, it seems, just don't want to watch anymore or talk about or anything to do with horror movies before the 70s. Like the 30s through the 60s, no one wants to to talk about anymore. No one wants to watch anymore. No one cares anymore. Um, It's really going away, man. Yeah. Jay, really weird. Like JP asked me from uh, 22 Shots. He, he asked me how um, Dracula did for us, like, number-wise. And I was like, it doesn't matter. We don't get enough views. No one loves us. Um, True story. Yeah. So I was just like, it doesn't matter for us. And he told me, he's like, every time we've, we've done them, they bomb. Those episodes bomb. No one wants to watch them. And I'm like, I would do a whole podcast on just movies fr- from, like, 
69 and under. Of course, I'm always down for 69 um, with you guys. <laughs> and under. How do you go lower than that? Uh, well, it's a land down <laughs> under, Alex. Uh-huh. So, but like, okay. In the bush. Yeah. Uh, That's not a knife. Well, p- think about it. P- people are so not into it that Dave Z literally asked you to not influence us to do <laughs> a Vincent Price retrospective. Like, he's like, no, Wait, what? let's not waste any time. Uh, a Vincent Price oh, retro. So, um, who was who, who, Jared? Is he the one that Dave. put up? No, no, uh, who put up the poll? Oh, 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 uh, the with a bunch of random things. Yeah, Jared. Yeah, he put up a poll going in the Skeleton Crew Facebook group asking what you want to see the Skeleton Crew do for their last year. And uh, originally I picked uh, Jump the Shark Part 3 because I love the Jump the Shark episode. But then I saw that you could add a poll. And I remembered from when Alex did a uh, live video in the group and we were talking about things that they might do, a Vincent Price retrospective was brought up. So I immediately was like, Vincent Price retrospective. I added it to the poll and put it there. And then people started talking. And then I posted a picture of a bunch of Vincent Price posters. And I was like, guys, if they did a Vincent Price, you know, uh, retrospective, what would you want to see? What three movies? So, uh, yeah, Dave was like, I don't really care. I love Dave, but he was just like, I don't really care to see any of these old movies. Like, I, like it's Skeleton Crew, so I'll listen to it, but I don't care. But to me, one of my favorite things is when the Skeleton Crew did the Universal Monster movies. You know, I think, I think a lot of it's got to do with just the progression of technology. I mean, now you've got, you know... Uh, the 4k tvs and things like that i think that's got a little bit to do with it and then also how how more fast-paced that life is for most people now i mean everybody you know it's just kind of on the ball and i mean you got everything that you that you need right at your fingertips now and you can just keep going with whatever you need and i think that's the way people want their entertainment to be they don't want it to be slow and and more psychological and drawn out they want it to be more you know bam 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 in your face yeah, and they went instant. Like yeah, that, exactly. Our culture is counter is counter suspense, and it's weird because the, uh, a lot of people in our culture keep praising suspense, like you know, Halloween's the greatest horror movie and all that kind of stuff. So, like, they seem like they think they like it, but once you give it to them, even I guess maybe the Universal ones are on a higher level of suspense or whatever it is or build up then Halloween. Maybe Halloween's like the threshold and like that is about all they're going to take and they like it right to that peak point and any more, any less, no good. Yeah, it almost seems like 78 and 79. Uh, well, the 70s in general, you get a lot more exploitation. You've got uh, my, you've got like Last House on the left. You have I Spit on Your Grave. You've got Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Black Christmas, Halloween. You have a turning point in the 70s where things start getting way more exploitive, um, way more in your face. Um, and Halloween to me is, is I'm not the hugest fan of watching Halloween, but it is one of the last movies that has the same kind of atmosphere that a universal classic monster movie does. 
Like, it, it has that air suspense. It brings up the atmosphere. It's not um, all in your face. I mean, I love Sleepaway Camp. Give me a girl dick any day. I'm, I'm down with it. But there's no suspense in Sleepaway Camp. There's no, uh, there's no atmosphere in Sleepaway Camp. I love Sleepaway Camp because it's a fun time. Even if the Blu-ray did show me that uh, it was a boy in the doorway and not Ricky, the girl. Yeah. yeah, we'll forgive that. But they don't have the atmosphere that a lot of these old classic horror movies have. And it's because in that time period, man, I mean, it's now instead of it being about the work up until now, it's all about the money shot. Right. You know, it's like, why focus on all the shit that comes to the money shot when we can just get to the money shot? You know, thank Larry Flint for that one. <laughs> oh, man. God. You know, Woody Harrelson yeah, did a really good job in that uh, well, movie. Yeah. Very Sleepaway well. Camp, though, it's it's insanely psychological. Did you guys ever read that book about Sleepaway Camp? That was it's called Examining Sleepaway Camp. You can get that on Amazon. It's like eleven dollars. Um, this guy wrote it, and he wrote it after the fact, and he broke down all the psychological aspects of Sleepaway Camp. And you probably think, like, are you serious? But I'm telling you, there's so many. It's layered to death and we'll see man, now i want to read the book and watch the movies at the same time oh god dude it like i remember i uh, got it like i'm i'm really weird i'm very seasonal because i like to uh mix it up in life and i like to revisit moments and things like that and i feel like sometimes the only way to do that is keeping things in season and they all line up right and also that provides your life with a, a good variety because you know, people who watch Halloween all year long, it's like, well, well, how's that fun? So to me, it's like, man, I can't wait till October so I can watch all those movies again, you know? So um, I have something to look forward to instead of just having it, like you said, instant. Like I'm, I'm trying to be against instant. So um, I'll never forget, man, sitting by the poolside, just like Sleepaway Camp 2 and reading that book, dude, it is just... It's just like an amazing read. I'll send you the link. Like you gotta watch it. But well, I guess what I'm trying to say is like so. There, there's so much that actually did go into that movie, believe it or not. But it's like so on the surface and not on the surface that you just gotta read to really understand. So it's like a mixture of the money shot all the time and a lot more going on from Robert Hiltzik. There are definitely so, some deeper elements in that movie. Like just just the fact like of, of who the killer is which i mean i i hope at this point if you're listening to this you've seen sleepaway camp but like just the fact that this boy got turned into a girl just because the crazy aunt already had a boy <laughs> like she she watched her her father die her brother die, and I'm guessing the other guy in the flashback for the gay sex scene was just like one of his boyfriends, and it wasn't like so. We don't know who the mother is. We don't. We know there's not another stable uh, family figure in there. Um, and then her being forced into a girl by a crazy aunt, like that takes a huge toll on a kid's psyche who who just got traumatized, who doesn't understand anything, and. Then to have to be going through fucking puberty at a at a camp, 
How did she hide her heart on? Um, the same way most of us did when we were, you know, in school and going through puberty. Yeah, you could answer that. Well, yeah, you tuck it into the belt. But here's the thing. Why did this little what, I carried uh, my books. <laughs> a 12-year-old or whatever she is have a bigger dick than me? I don't understand how come she gets to have that and I don't. Tragic. <laughs> Your fucking face is tragic. Um, That's true. On a side note, though, I now have Friday the 13th Part 2 on my television. Wow. He's going to look at that piss. So, okay, okay mm-hmm. Alex. Uh, open those, open those piss flaps, Jenny. Come on. No, I just watch. I just pull out watched, the beer, uh, Dick. What's her name? Take the ice pick to the to to this temple. Oh yeah. Oh, do you want to know a little tidbit about that? When we interviewed her, um, she told us that the ice pick did not retract like it was supposed to, so it oh. actually stuck into her head the first time they did it. Yeah. Oh, holy shit! So okay, Alex, uh, your three of your favorite horror movies are uh psycho yeah which everyone knows you love psycho in fact both kenneth and i watch psycho two and three because of you yeah i was just yeah i was just fixing to say uh it actually the i think the retrospective y'all did Mm -hmm. it actually inspired me i was just like okay well i already had the pop art version of the blu-ray for psycho and then i hit up Uh, Jerry and Jay, and I was like, I gotta have the rest of these movies, and I ended up watching all of them. Wow. I I still haven't watched Psycho 4 yet. Oh, yeah. Well, isn't that funny that I actually liked it until we did that retro? Yeah, that was actually pretty funny. At the end of it, you were like, damn it, I used to like this movie. (laughs) I was like, wow, you guys are right. It isn't good. (laughs) Yeah, fucking, uh, but, okay, so... That sucks when I... Uh, yeah, we, we watched Psycho 2 or 3 because because I had never seen Psycho 2 or 3. I didn't see a reason to see it. It was 20 years after the fact. It just made no sense to me to do a sequel to it. And then when I got to your retrospective on it, I was like, well, do I want to watch these movies first or just listen to them? And I was like, you know what, let me just listen to them because I, who gives a shit? It's, it's Psycho right. sequels. It's got to be like cheap ripoffs like American Psycho 2 or an American no. Werewolf in Paris. No, it's the real stuff, man. Anthony Perkins is back. Yeah, and I watched it, and I was just like, holy shit. Psycho 2 and 3 is good. Even though I didn't like... Originally, I did not like the ending to Psycho 2, but then I watched Psycho 3, and that made the ending of Psycho 2, and I was like, okay, I can forgive this. Yeah, right? Like, how how could they ever think... Like, it's weird that people weren't, like, in an uproar. Like, you changed the entire... Uh, Mythology. Canon. Yeah, the whole mythology. Like, the classic mother of Norman Bates is really not his mom. Like, because her sister did this or that, the other thing. Like, what is happening here? And to think that anybody was okay with that. It's funny because when everybody praises Psycho 2, they never even bring that up. Like, they they just praise it and have no problem with that whole aspect of it and never talk about how Psycho 3 completely fixes everything. Yeah. It's really weird. Like I, 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 it drove me crazy. Um, and then, uh, one of your other favorite movies is *Son of Dracula*. Yeah. Um, which Amazing. you told me the other day you want, uh, you want us to tackle *Son of Dracula*. Oh yeah, I, I would love, especially you and Kenneth, because you guys really seem to appreciate it. Like I would love, 
you guys to talk about Son of Dracula, man. Like, that would be, like, one of my favorite shows. I'm down. Uh, Kenneth, we're doing Son of Dracula soon, buddy. Okay. Well, I'm down. That'd be awesome, yeah. I'm down because it's got Lon Chaney Jr. in it. Yeah, we did a whole show dedicated to him. I know. It was it was fantastic. Oh, thanks. Yeah, the Lon Chaney Jr. hour. I think we did... Um, let me try to be smart with my own show. I think it was Ghost of Frankenstein, Frankenstein meets the Wolfman, and Son of Dracula. That must be it. Yep. Yeah, it was real. It was really, really good. Um, yeah. God, it, he's just—I don't know. There's something about him. Like, how could you ever look at a picture of him or just see him on screen and not be drawn to this person? Like, there's something so vulnerable and so relatable, and there are so many layers to him that just come through. And I think like. I don't know. Maybe it could be just me, but I feel like uh, I don't know. He's it's weird because he's never he's never given that thing of being the most likable or loved or respected or whatever any kind of like favor. It's always Karloff. Yeah, you know what's like, weird though? Karloff yeah. oh does get all the love, and I think it's because he's the only one that didn't go off into a drug spiral or an alcoholic spiral. Right. So quick, both Bella and. Uh, uh, Cheney, like they both just like went really. Cheney started doing cheap fucking Mexican werewolf movies for booze money. Well, I actually like that one. Are you referring to the uh, the how's it called? Um, the it's wolf. uh, fuck, what is it called? Something about the face of a screaming werewolf. Or yeah, something? that's the movie I'm talking about. Yeah, I, I was okay with that. Am I just really into him, or am I crazy? Uh, it's, I, I remember watching it and thinking that, um, it wasn't good. It wasn't good, but here's the thing. Uh, the filming is terrible. The editing is terrible. The scripting is terrible. <laughs> like Lon Chaney is wonderful. Everything else in the movie is just garbage. Okay. That's what it was like. And, but that thing, yeah, Karloff gets all the respect all the time just because he did Frankenstein. Right. And Lugosi, I feel, is a more, like, his acting is sort of more concentrated. Yeah, I didn't... Like, uh, Kenneth, who do you, out of those three guys, who's your favorite? Well, it's difficult for me because I think Boris Karloff has got a good look. You know right. what I'm saying? He, he's very creepy looking. I even thought, right. like, I, I even mentioned it in our Black Cat episode, how fucking creepy he looks. Um, so I, I got to give him that. But his acting is kind of the same in just about everything he's in. He's got that real rigid, you know what I'm saying, uh, kind of deal to it. Um, and then Bella Lugosi, it's kind of the same way. He's 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 a little bit more honed in on what he does. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, it, 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 a lot of times I feel like he's kind of like the same character in everything except for Dracula. Right. And then when you get to Lon Chaney Jr., uh, you know, or Lon Chaney, Lon Chaney Jr., either way. You know, you get to either one of them. Um, I'd probably have to say that out of out. Of, let's just go with the four. I'd probably have to go with Lon Chaney Jr. Oh, good! Wow. Because because to me, he's the one that he's the one like like when you see him, man, he's kind of I don't know. Like I like I want to I want I want I want to be empathetic. I guess I, or or apathetic. I'm trying to whichever word empathetic. I'm looking for. You're thinking of yeah, empathetic. Yeah. Yeah, where, where it's like, you know, 
I feel bad for him. <laughs> I was actually you know? about to say that he's like he, him as Larry Talbot is some of the most depressing uh, fucking right. shit I mean, ever. it's just like and you I just want to hug him. <laughs> yeah, I just want to hold him and be like, I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> you know, <laughs> oh, it's amazing. But it's so good because like um, I can't wait till I get to uh, the Abbott and Costello movies for Skeletor because. Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein is one of my all-time favorite movies. I I love that movie. You have Bela Lugosi back as Dracula. You've got uh, Lon Chaney as Larry Talbot. It, it's it's just so good. Like it almost seems like it. This movie could be a hundred percent canon because it's even though it's a comedy, right. it like the story is really good. You you have. <laughs> You have so much going on with Larry Talbot. Act like Cheney is playing Larry Talbot. He is just as as sympathetic. I want to give him a hand job while he cries. He Wait, is. How about this? Would you agree with this? That's the one movie where they finally kind of switched his character up. Like he's not really focused on dying and killing himself and being all bummed out. He's finally like, okay, now I got to focus on some, getting some shit done here. Like, you got Dracula is going to revive the monster, and he's at Dr. Mornay's castle, and blah, blah, and then now they're going here, they're going here, they're going there. These two guys found the shipments, you know, and he's finally kind of preoccupied. And it's actually fooler for that reason. No, I, I agree with you. When he, he's like, I've got to stop Dracula. But I just love when, when Larry Talbot has to explain to people, but you don't understand. I turn into a werewolf at night. Like... You don't understand. At night, I'd be werewolf. Like when the moon is full. Oh my god, it's so good. It is yep. just the best. I, I I love it, and I I can't wait. And one day, I actually me I might have to make Kenneth tackle that one. You know, maybe we should make Jay watch that one. Maybe he would like that one better since it's got comedy in it. Maybe. Well, uh, Kenneth, you said you heard Skeleton Crews like a lot of them. Did you hear the Abbott Costello show? I don't remember. I don't think so. Yeah, that's it's a later one, so maybe not. It's like ninety eight, I think, or something like that, or seven. Uh, yeah, wait till you get to that one. We go uh, in depth on all the ones where they meet horror people. Yeah, I can't wait for it. Um, you know, Alex, uh, me and you have talked a lot about Friday the Thirteenth Part Three getting more credit than it deserves, just because it's when Jason gets his mask. And when people talk about the best Friday the 13th movie, um, to me, there's only two options. Friday the 13th Part 2 and Friday the 13th Part 4. Yeah, well, yeah. Those Uh, are the two top ones. Because I think they're the best all-around movies in the series. But people like to throw one in there because it's the original, and people like to throw in three in there because they get the mask. Or if you're Kenneth, you like to throw seven in there because it's, it's... It looks the best. It looks the best. Um, I loved Seven all the way around. Oh, did you really? Oh, yes, Kenneth I did. And, and that was, yeah, that was the funny yeah. thing. It's like when I was listening to y'all's episodes, <laughs> I was like, I was just like, my God, man, am I the only person in the world that loves this movie? <laughs> <laughs> but I do. I love Seven. As a matter of fact, I've got a replica of the mask from Seven hanging on the wall. No, anything you have of Seven, I completely agree with because it's the most aesthetically perfect zombie jason ever made like you'll never ever get better than that like no matter what they do in the future 
But um, as far as a movie goes, it's funny. I I watched it a lot recently. Uh, what uh, what was it? January? We had a Friday thirteenth, or was it like December or something? I feel like uh, we just had one. We did. Yeah. So I watched. I said, you know what? I want to watch the ones I don't see too much. So I watched uh, six, seven, and I just watched eight, just because I already watched those two. I was about to say, I know, I, I was like, he's about to say Manhattan, even though he watches Manhattan yeah, I watched too much. All the, yeah. So uh, I watched seven, and man, it's like, it is like you can't even believe what you're watching. Like a lot of times, like it's hard to believe that this is a real Jason movie, and you wonder what they were thinking to go so off the wall to incorporate something that. You know, although Jason is fake, to have something that is never who who could do anything that that girl was doing in, in that movie. It's just like so ridiculous. And then like the characters, um, it, 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 they're all just so weird. And you just and a lot that goes on is unmemorable, I guess. So like to me, I was just like, I don't know. I love the way it looks, but man, if I, if I have to like say something about this movie, I can't say anything good about it. So it's actually cool that you like it. Maybe you could switch me around. I mean, like what? Uh, what I'd say we need to have Alex back so we can we can do Friday Thirteenth Part Seven. <laughs> well, I mean, if, if first off, it's got Terry Kaiser in it, man. Right. <laughs> Come on, dude. I mean, Weekend at Bernie's. I mean, there it is, right there. No, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, but you know, when it really comes down to it, man, I mean, other than you know, and you're right, the the aesthetic part of it, I thought Kane Hodder brought oh, the, yeah, I thought he brought the best personality out of anybody, in my opinion, and I'm just like a lot of people out there, he is to me the best personality of Jason out of any of them. And when you see him in that, I mean, it's just like you're you're going through the movie, and it's not. I wasn't scared, even 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 when I was young watching this movie. I'm just like, I'm going through this movie, and I'm like, fuck yeah, god damn, that's badass, okay. you know. Like my favorite part of the movie is when he jumps through the window. You know, he doesn't throw anybody through it or anything. Oh, yeah, he jumps. Yeah. He, yeah, he. I mean, he just comes through that window, bent up and everything, like damn Spider Man through that window, man. He looked like a fucking superhero. You know, and I was like, God, that is so awesome. It's, but yeah, it's aesthetically pleasing on a ton of levels. Yeah. But, you know, um, the rest of it, I mean, I thought it had a cool story. I liked where they kind of went away from the fact of somebody just being, you know, uh, just teenagers running away from him until, you know, he walks up behind him and kills him. I, I, I liked the pull away from the standard format. I really, really liked that, you know, because originally, um, it was supposed to be like what Freddy versus Jason was gonna be. Yeah, you know? yeah, I guess so. Yeah, and it actually, right. it was that was supposed to happen that year. Right, that's yeah. what it was, and then they they couldn't get their shit together or whatever to do it, so they went ahead and they changed it to where it's a girl with telekinetic powers. Right, isn't that crazy? Wait, you mean yeah. the people behind Friday the Thirteenth movies couldn't get their shit together in order to get a Friday the Thirteenth movie made? Fucking they couldn't no- get their shit together nonsense. to get Freddy in there with it, but. You know, but I liked the I liked it where they changed the format for that one. I I really really liked it because you know uh, Jason takes Manhattan. It kind of went back, even though you know it, they were pretty much on the cruise ship the whole time. Um, it kind of went back to that uh, to the original format, and then Jason goes to hell. Was whatever the fuck it was, um, but you know I I really really dig that, and I and I thought the girl that played Tina 
really came across good. Some of the some of the other actresses and actors in it were kids kind of like what the fuck ever but she I really I really think that she pulled it off to be a girl that had the 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 shit going on in her mind where she you know she's she's dealing with the fact that she killed her dad she's dealing with the fact that she's having to grow up with these telekinetic powers that she don't know what the fuck she's doing with them and, and you know so on and so forth and then you've got this you know huge fucking big thing with a hockey mask on and you can see his ribs and whatever killing all your friends mm-hmm. while you're trying to deal with all this other crazy shit and then you're trying to defend yourself against him so i think i think the whole aspect of it was mm. a lot it had the psychological aspect of it to the aesthetic aspect of it when you really right. dive deeper into it maybe i'm just focused on all the wrong stuff right yeah also yeah. friday the 13th part five is amazing uh it's thought the kills out. in it were great if you cut out some filler, yeah, it's pretty good. And but the ending, oh my god, just kind of goes on and on. Like it's, it's I don't know. The the it part five is almost like take it took every element of every other Friday Thirteenth and just threw it all into this one. Like even to the point where there, you know, well what what was one of what was everybody's favorite one? Part three. How did that end? In a barn. Okay, let's put it back in a barn and end it there again. It's like, oh, okay. And then it's like, then, uh, what, what was it? Oh, man, I'm just trying to think because there was so many weird. Um... I just think Friday the 13th Part 5 is so, like, there's so much, rem- like, memorable things in that movie. It has, like, you've got uh, one of the best characters ever, Demon. You have. Oh, that's my favorite character <laughs> yeah, of all time. You've got, you've got your, uh, the, the, the sh- would you shut the fuck up? You mm-hmm. you've got the uh, her son getting his head cut off with the machete because yeah. Jason just sticks out of a tree is fantastic. You You're have hearing me? <laughs> yeah. You can't forget about the dude with the flare in the mouth. Flare in the mouth. Yeah. Uh, you got love that. Like I just think this movie not only has the best set of tits in a Friday Thirteenth movie. That's who. Uh, yeah, I think it wins that award. I'm sorry, I think it does. I. Uh, yeah, I'll, I, I will, I will listen to some more banana lasers and see if y'all can convince me otherwise, but I just don't think so. Um, but I just think like that movie, if that would have been a real Jason, I think people would hold Friday 13th five, if not, not the best made, but the funnest to watch. Cause that movie is so much fun. If you really think about it though. No, okay. No, bad publicity is good publicity. So think about it. You know, really think about it. Think about how much people talk about Part Five, regardless of whether they're bad mouthing it or talking about how fucking awesome it was. It gets talked about more than a lot of the others just because of that one fact. Yeah, I mean, people are really, uh, really focused and like to dive into how you got a picture of Jason coming at you and survive to develop it. Yeah. I see yeah. my problem with people saying, uh, <laughs> I hate, I hate Friday five. Cause it's not the real Jason. To me, that's the same argument as I hate Halloween three because there's no Michael Michael's Myers. Not it. Well, exactly fuck you. It. Halloween three is my favorite Halloween. I would rather sit down and watch Halloween three over the original Halloween every fucking day. Like, Halloween 3, to me, is a fun, uh, mysterious um, adventure. 
It was good. As you keep saying this stuff, it makes me have to say that Kenneth has to go and listen to the Skeleton Crew ones without Jamie on it because you're missing out on, you know, he just talked about Ethel. We interviewed Ethel from Friday 13th Part 5, and it was a great time. And we interviewed uh, Alice from Friday 1 with Mike. We interviewed Tom Atkins from Halloween 3 with Mike. Yeah, like there are so many things um, that you're sort of oh, missing out on they, by skipping. Them. They interviewed um, one of the worst interviews ever. They interviewed uh, Machete. <laughs> oh, nice! How can you say it was the worst interview ever? No, I just think that because it got cut short, and I thought that was funny. Um, yeah, remember I played the clip did, of the girl telling us to hang up. Yeah, <laughs> didn't y'all interview Linda Blair? Yeah, that was the worst interview ever. Oh, that one was really bad, also. But when because the... wasn't she? Wasn't she like? Because I think I yeah, because I, I love The Exorcist, so I know I listened to this. Uh, wasn't wasn't she constantly plugging something? Yeah, puppies. she wanted to just talk about her dogs. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. they also interviewed um, our man Otis Driftwood. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's another thing you're missing. Mosley, Bill Mosley. They did an interview with him. That was fantastic. That was that was such a good nice. interview. So he's a he's that's an intelligent dude right there. Yeah. Yeah. That's a cool, motherfucker. Because I talked to him at the first days of the dead down here. I talked to him for a while. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he's a that's an intelligent guy right there. He can he he kept me entertained for quite some time just bullshitting. Yep. Dude. Oh, Kenneth, you have to listen to the Curse of Michael J episode. Just because it is the funniest <laughs> shit in the world to see Alex um, getting Michael J to tell this story, making fun of him, and Michael J never seems to notice <laughs> that he's getting made fun of. Yeah, see, I remember listening to some of those with him in it. Yeah. I remember listening to some of them. Some of them were interesting, and some of them I'm just kind of like, you know. Because Michael J is eh. usually saying, this movie is a perfect 10 out of 10, even though it's a 5. And then he's also on the other side going... I fucking hate Jamie Lee Curtis, but Danielle Harris, I have her pants on my wall. Yeah, he he could wear on you, which I guess is is why it was sort of perfect that uh, he left when he did. I think I think he basically exhausted his usefulness. You know, with the Curse of Michael J. Show, he was gone. I would say three shows later, so. That was like his pinnacle and like everything he had to offer skeleton crew was right there with that show and the whole anything he did in Halloween, I guess. And then that was about it. People were pretty much done and they were either going to drift away, stop listening to our show or we have to switch it up. And luckily we switched it up. So, oh, yeah, you got Jamie and uh, yeah, the, like the you, Jamie and Dan, like is such and intro like because each all three of y'all have different points on things and all three of y'all are kind of a different character type and it really flows off all three of you so well that's why i'm so stoked that your last year skeleton crew is you three back at it again uh uh, doing this um it took a it took a while for dan to grow on me but once he did oh my god Uh yeah some of the stuff that he says man had me rolling I, I was just like, and, I, and it got to the point where I looked forward to hearing what Dan had to say because I was just like, Jesus Christ, this dude's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, he he clicks in. Uh, it's funny, right? See, I, I don't know if it's the same with you, but I feel like he clicked as soon as Jamie got there. He got so much better. 
Yeah, yeah it, it really seemed like he got into because, like I told you before, it's not that I haven't listened to earlier shows; it's right. that I have I don't listen to them in order like Jerry does. Okay. You know, I just I just hop around. Like when I first started listening to the crew, I started I I looked for things that I was more interested in, like listening to the Nightmare on Elm Streets and listen to the Evil Dead retrospective and so on. Right. You know, that's that those were I just kind of hopped around. And then once I would hear y'all in one of your episodes talk about something you did before, I'd be like, oh, that sounds interesting. And then I went back to that. But I listened huh. to them on Stitcher, so it was like, you know, y'all kept talking about your Friday the, thir- Friday the 13th episodes. And I was just like, okay, well, where the fuck are they? And I had to go all the way back. <laughs> and then, like, the uh, on Stitcher, the first two aren't even on there. Yep. There's, there's, and there's a bunch of episodes out of order and stuff like yeah. that. Um, yeah, that's a to... mistake I made. I had Jason re-release shows for some dumb reason. Uh you know, like on Fourth of July, he'd always re-release the Jaws retrospective. So now, in the it just stays where he did that. So now, you know, you'll listen to like you know, show forty-two and forty-three is where ninety in between ninety-two and ninety-three. You know. Yeah, and by the way, speaking of the Jaws retrospective, y'all are wrong. By the way, Jaws three is the worst of the franchise. Jaws four, okay. the revenge, is is so much fun. It's got yeah. Michael. It's got Michael Caine in it. If you just kick back and watch Jaws three and then watch Jaws four, there's no way you can sit there and tell me you didn't have more fun with Jaws four. I don't remember. I have to listen to the Red Show to remember what I thought. Y'all, all three of y'all put Jaws four as the worst, and I was just like, "What the fuck, Jaws?" Oh yeah, yeah. We all went one, two, three, four, right? Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. the correct answer is Jaws one, two, four. Three, five. Which y'all it's didn't five. do. Which y'all didn't do five because it's yeah. I, I wasn't aware, but you know about it, so it is not good. Oh uh, yeah, okay. So Jaws five, uh, aka Cruel Jaws, is a movie done by Bruno Mattai, who is a, a, a famous exploitation director in Italy. He uh, worked on Fulci's like Zombie Three. He um he did a a rip off of of. He did Terminator 2 before Terminator 2 came off, but instead of ripping off Terminator, he ripped off Alien. Wow. Like, looking into Bruno Mattai is some of the, like, the weirdest shit, man. Uh, But he did a direct-to-TV movie in Italy for uh, Jaws 5, and it's on YouTube, and it's not good, but it is some of the funniest shit you will ever see as they recycle lines so much they had to give Peter Benchley a fucking writing credit. Wow. Like, I, me and Jay are going to do it for fun where we're just going to, like, review the movie and just talk about how bad it is. But Y'all have fun with that. Oh, come on, Kenneth. You don't want to do it? No. And I watched, and, and just to say, I watched Jaws 2 without the sound. You know, kind of like I'm watching Friday the 13th Part 2 now. All right. And I found that I did not like it near as much. Wow. And the reason being is because you don't watch the movie. When you watch it with no sounds, you're not watching it with all the fluff of what people are talking about. All you're doing is watching a collection of scenes that go together. And they, when you look at it like that, it's basically the same movie as the first one. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's just a different way that they, that, you know, they kill the shark at the end of it. But for the most part, it's the same movie. 
Well, I guess, you know, with something like that, when you have something as iconic as Jaws, you don't want to stray too far from the formula, I suppose, when you go do another one and uh, lose everybody. So, yeah, they probably, it's just like any of these movies. They probably just say, well, let's just make the same movie again, you know? it's People just want the same thing when they go back. They don't want a different thing entirely, so let's do that. So I guess nobody notices that until you turn the sound off and just stare at it. Yeah, I mean, it was one of those things, man, where I used to love jaws too and now it's kind of like i just i'm like whatever it it it, it ruined it for me huh. well, I'll, be sh- I'll be sure not to do that i yeah, i still love jaws one <laughs> yeah. two and four jaws three is the only terrible one to me yeah i still love the first which one. now i have to go back and watch jaws three again uh in comparison to revenge of the creature because of jamie talking about how they're they're like eerily s- similar yeah, I want to watch that. I want to watch Jaws 3 and then Revenge of the Creature. Yeah, because like y'all, when y'all talked about the similarities between Jaws and Creature, we did the same thing. We talked about how, how very similar, because Jaws is my favorite movie of all time. Um, I think it's... it's If there is a, a, a like heaven of horror movies, like the best untouchable horror movies of all time, uh, to me, Jaws is there. Jaws, The Exorcist, um, Psycho. Um, I, some will probably put like Dawn of the Dead in there because that's like held in, helmed as like the best of the Romero zombie films. Like they're they're the genre def- defining movies. Halloween's in there. They're on. T- if you don't like these movies, you don't know horror. You're an idiot. You it's blasphemy. Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, they're the movies that we go when people say oh well horror shit we go well what about The Exorcist and what about Jaws and Psycho like these are the movies that are in defense of the genre right you, you they're can't. the ones that they call, they eventually would call thriller as time went on yeah don't, don't say that word <laughs> you can't <laughs> Oh God! That's, I hate that's it. what they did. Yeah, they did it to. Uh, oh my God! What was the major one? Silence, Silence of, the of the Lambs. And I'm sure they didn't Seven. call Alien a, a so, horror movie, right? Uh, they did. Um, but here's the okay. Oh, um, we did an episode, me and Kenneth, and it was just us talking the entire time, going through a couple of different subjects. The show's called The Last Armadillo on the Side of the Road. It's a couple kind of like what we're doing back. now. Kind of like what we're doing now with you. <laughs> um, I might call this The Last Alex on the Side of the Road. Now that I think about it. Then the night came, and the morning came, and then the night came again. I hardly remember when I was rescued. However, I'm sorry now that I was. If I was really in love with her, I should have eaten the mushrooms with her and and become one. At least we would have been together. But I came back, only to be condemned as insane. I had no choice. All that time, oh, it suffered with hunger, and and then I lost her. I I was confused. I I couldn't decide what to do, and and then I ate them. You brought up Clash of the Titans. I gotta ask, what is everyone's favorite? This isn't horror related, but what's everyone's favorite Ray Harryhausen movie? Uh, Oh, Alex. Clash easily. Clash, Kenneth. We'll get into reasons in a second. Mine's Jason and the Argonauts. Yeah, that's second. I'd probably have to do it. 
Jason first and then Clash second. See, okay, Alex, why do you like Clash so much? Well, it's another nostalgic one that is seasonal to me. For some reason, I remember TNT. That was a channel called TNT back in the 90s. Peas and and cornbread. Sorry, I just remember (laughs) that show from TNT. Okay. And um, they played Clash of the Titans around the holidays constantly. So, uh, like, every, um, every Thanksgiving, I think, is when they always played Clash of the Titans. And, uh... I was a kid, so I was nostalgic, and I've always loved um, Greek mythology. Like, I literally read books on it. I'm, like, fascinated with Medusa and all these, like, types of people. So uh, it's just simple to me. And Burgess Meredith, I love Rocky movies, so that, and I love 1966 Batman, so him being in that, and he's in Twilight Zone. And uh, I don't know, I just think everybody was perfect, everybody did a perfect job, the effects were great, it's classic 80s stuff, and it's just, it's literally the perfect movie to me. I, I don't see a single flaw in it, so, even though some things are not, you know, technically perfect. But, uh, to, to, so to me, it's, it's so beyond even, like, it's not even like a regular movie, it's like a, a fixture in my life. So. What's funny you know, is, is, is those are the reasons why it's not my number one, it's... It's too good. It's too clean. I like uh-huh. Jason of the Argonauts a little bit better because it's a little bit more raw. It's a little bit more. Uh, it's less predictable. It's it it follows a little bit less of a formula, um, and I, I just think it's a bit more entertaining because of it. Right. You know what pissed me off about the the new Clash of the Titans and the old Clash of the Titans, other than obvious reasons. The, the bird. Yeah. When he pissed on the bird, man. When he pissed on the owl. Yeah, you know, who goes around and pisses on birds? Like I said, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but, yeah, when he okay. just picks it up and then throws it back in the box, I'm just like, man, that's fucked up. Yeah. That made me so mad. Because yep, that is. was, like, one of the key things about the original that was awesome. Yeah, it's you know? weird that they do that, right? They, it's it's like a, a nod, but at the same time to show that we're better than that, though. And it's like, well, no, you're not. You know, you're not. Because if we're, if I'm gonna watch one of the newer uh, Greek mythology movies, I'm watching The Immortals. Oh yeah, yeah. I would. Maybe I should check it out. I, I didn't. I didn't even like the Clash of the Titans remake. Um, I like um, a little bit more. I like the second one, Wrath of the Titans. I'm like, I watched that one was better. Yeah, I watched the original and then Wrath. I just skip over the other one. Yeah, I'm with you. Wrath, me and Kenneth both agree. Me and Kenneth are with you. We both really like Greek mythology stuff. Um, so I, I liked Wrath too. But if you haven't seen The Immortals, check it out. Kenneth, would you agree to that? What, did you just check it out? Yeah, see The Immortals. Yeah, it was good. I like The Immortals really better than I like either of the, the Clash or, or Wrath. But Clash, the original Clash of the Titans is nostalgic to me as well because, I mean, it was another one of those that my dad was just like, hey, you got to watch this. And I'm like, sure, let's do it. Yeah. You know, you know uh, Alex, you're a big fan of Halloween 2 by Rob Zombie. I actually went to go see the mm-hmm. first Halloween uh, Rob Zombie in the movie theaters with Kenneth's mom and dad. He didn't come, and they're mm-hmm. di- and they're divorced. And <laughs> And, and they I, went together. And they went together, and I went with them, and I sat between them like I was their child. Mm-hmm. I did that. Well, is, my, my parents were better off. They were they were closer friends when they were divorced. Yeah. And oh I, yeah, really? Yeah, that happens, right? Because all the, it, it, a lot. 
some of the the elements of the relationship are stripped away. Now you can actually just be friends with each other because you're not like stuck. All there. the bullshit's gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kenneth's dad actually taught me how to make hamburger helper. Oh well, that's that's definitely something. It it well, it's very something to me. Yeah, you didn't yeah, gain any weight though. So. Uh, no, I didn't. Well, that's okay because Kenneth's dad was makes me look fat. Uh, well, yeah, my what dad they... was my dad was like five seven and weighed no more than no actually he was like five five and he never weighed over 115 pounds in his life wow yeah my dad was tiny yeah Easy. i'm five uh eight and a half and i weigh 150 <laughs> did you say i'm five eight and a half i gotta get the half in there when you're five eight dude <laughs> do you I don't, i'm five eleven i don't have to worry about it i'm five ten and i'm heavy yeah, we're just gonna leave it at that. <laughs> but but you have you you have uh, a long beard and long hair, and you look like um you look like someone who should be in Black Label Society. Sweet. You know this recording is so long. You could probably make like I'm on three different episodes. I, I'm I'm gonna cut out like I'm just gonna like <laughs> do uh, us talking with you, and that's gonna be. The show. Dude, I don't think anybody wants to hear a show focused on that. Believe me. Actually, so people love you, Alex. People would <laughs> yeah. listen to you give a monologue, dude. How many people listen to Married with Children and talk about how great it is when we talk about our lives? Yeah, I'm surprised people put up with that aspect. But the thing is, it's almost like, well, what point of view are we supposed to come on, come at this with? Like, you, we have to talk about how our lives relate to this or that or to, you know, bring it to reality. Cause sometimes it's funny and how we feel know? about a, a 15 year old Kelly Bundy. Yeah, man. Yeah. We're really trying to get out of that one. Right. Oh my God. That was fucking hilarious. That's okay. Cause, uh, wait, Kenneth, what were you thinking listening to that? Cause we know how we felt. How did you feel listening to three pervs basically talk about a 15 year old girl that way? I was thinking that where's my chair. <laughs> so that way I can sit around the same table as you guys. Uh, oh my god! Yeah. I just fit right in with that. Yeah, I know. Um, we're gonna have Alex's sister Jen on the season one wrap up show, and then season two, episode one and two, we're gonna have Jamie on there. So at some point, we definitely got to get you to come join us. That'll just yeah. Be... We'll look it up now when you can come on. Let me say uh, season five. So in two years, Kenneth. Try yeah. not to I was die. Say, that's the only problem. We have to find something else he's into because I think literally Al Bundy rides a motorcycle in season like four or five. Yeah. Uh, to be honest with you, Kenneth could come on there and on any episode of Mary with Children and rock it. Like, oh, I, I know. I'm just trying to find one he really would be into. You just let me know when. <laughs> while while you were talking though, I found out. Uh, it's called the Marrow Children episode. is called Heels on Wheels, season seven. So in 2021, are you doing anything in September? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, 2021. How old will my daughter be? Uh, uh, are you going to be at her graduation party, or will you be able to do the episode? <laughs> Can you fit oh, us man. in right before you get into the grave? <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I'm. I, the commitment that you have made I with know. married with children. Well, to be when, fair, when, on the, when I heard how you were doing <laughs> it on the first teaser for it, I was like, "Wow, oh, 
That is one hell of a commitment there. <laughs> to be fair, yeah, we gotta be out of our mind. We record two episodes at once on uh, every week, so we're always ahead. So it won't be 2021. It'll be like 2020. Yeah, we'll be probably. done with it already. Yeah, and you guys will just keep it. Like, if anything, if anything major happens on our Facebook or for whatever reason that we have to be literally current, then we'll probably just hop on to say, you know five minutes worth of stuff before and after each review or something but if all goes to plan we'll literally be done let's just say the last show is 2022 it will literally be done in 2020 nice yeah yeah alex already has it like planned like the whole release schedule planned out it's ridiculous yeah like it's great all right well Alex, you're supposed to be going to sleep because it's past your bedtime because you're old as shit. Both of you are old as shit. I'm young and fertile. Um, yeah. Actually, I got to wake up and record uh, Skeleton Crew at at 9 o'clock in the morning tomorrow. Ooh. And I got to watch the movie. I was supposed to do that tonight, but you wanted to do this bizarre interview that everybody's going to hate. <laughs> Everyone's going to love it, and you're going to love it. Mm, um, you're going to love it. Yeah. Yeah. So... That's it for Kill the Cast. Thank you for joining us for this random episode. Uh, me and Kenneth, thank you. Um, Alex, yeah, you, got any, you got anything you want to plug before you go? Uh, yeah. Married with children. No, I was kidding. Uh, yeah, Skeleton Crew is back. Uh, if you ever listened to it before, then uh, you should know that Dan Chase is back on the show. The old school crew is back. We're doing a lot of cool stuff. We're trying to, this is our last season, so you definitely want to listen to this year because it's the last year. We'll probably end it off at about 150 episodes or so. I guess that'll be when it ends, or 140, I don't even know. But uh, we're going to throw everything at you, but the kitchen sink, bring back a lot of old segments, and... Um, we're going to try to do the shows more frequently. We've been going once a month for about two years or three years now. So we're going to try to do a couple more since we're ending it and you know get a lot more stuff out. And uh, we're going to have a few guests. I'm sure both these guys will be on the show before it ends because I really I wouldn't want to end without having you guys on. Uh, and then, sweet, uh, dude, yeah, you know what movie you can do and have us on. So. Oh, what, The Witch? Fuck no. Uh, no, I do not want to argue with Jamie about The Witch. <laughs> I'm petri- I would be petrified to argue with her about the witch. What black cat? Yeah, you do black <laughs> cat and call us. We're there. Uh, he's like, I have to do this movie again. I dude, I had, I'm I, down. Would, I would do that movie every day. Me and Kenneth will do that movie with no rubbers together, nah. holding hands. It's the only way it's to nice. do it. Yep. You do that. Call. In fact, I'll start a petition tonight to make this happen. Well, which one? Why don't you tease it for everybody? Which one do you guys want to be on? What were you talking? I don't even know what you mean. Um, I, me, it would be the Black Cat, or me personally, if I was going to be on any episodes, if y'all did the Black Cat, or if you did Vincent Price retrospective, and you did House of Wax, those would be the ah. two I would want to be on. Okay, we could arrange that. Um, Kenneth, if you had a dream episode of the Skeleton Crew, what would you be on? Yeah, let's make dreams happen here. I don't know. What do y'all? What do y'all got planning, or is it just anything that I can think of? Uh, anything you want. Hmm. I think for well, planning, Black... Universal is definitely up there. Yeah, yeah. I'd probably have to agree with Jerry on that one, man. I'd love to be on the Black Cat one. 
Yeah. I think that, I, yeah, I think that'd be, I think that'd be real cool. And, uh, I don't know. And then for a newer one, I actually, I would love to be, do one for the witch and me and Jerry both be on it with you guys. I would love to do that. Okay. I, let me message Dan Chase and make sure he hates the witch real quick. <laughs> Dan, please tell me you hate the witch. I do. I the bad thing about that is, is if I'm on the crew and I'm with that, the bad thing about it is I probably won't say anything because I'm just going to listen to the fireworks, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But, man, everyone, like, like I, like, like, uh, Watson from Horror Corridor is going to be on Kill the Cast. We're going to do Last House on the Left, which I'm super excited for because that's my favorite. That's like the best Wes Craven movie, period. Um, besides the, the police officers, but like, even he's like, "How do you not like the witch?" I don't. I, I, actually, I got a question, Alex. Have did, and I don't know for sure. Did y'all you did y'all ever do either Seven or I Spit on Your Grave? Ah, oh, I think we talked about Spit on Your Grave, but nothing official. Uh, seven, no. That's a good one we should do. Yeah. Either one of those I would love to do. Either one. Because for one, I would like to do I Spit on Your Grave with Jamie just to have a female's perspective on that movie. Yeah. I think that would be real cool. And then Seven's just fucking awesome. I can see I can see Jamie going, well, I heard the lead actress really liked the uh, Friday the 13th remake, so fuck her. Nah. <laughs> okay, I'm writing all this down. Which means Seven. no, no, he's not. And what was Jerry again? What uh, movie? An asshole. Um, the Black Cat or House of Wax 3D. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, those are my movies, son. Um, All yeah, right. and you got uh, in here. we're gonna have to have you come on and do like Friday Thirteenth Part Seven, so you can like maybe we can convince you it's better or. Or what movie would you like to come on to kill the cast and do with us? Because, like, you, if you want to choose an old movie, you have complete free range for us. Right. Uh, any any classic Universal you do, I'd be down. Um, All right, this island Earth, it's settled. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, um, you know what I watched recently that I have been avoiding my entire life? And my I only watched tape. it... <laughs> No, I watched that right away. Um, so did I, Kenneth. The, it's um, I, I avoided it until. Did you guys realize that Walmart sold like this Halloween or last Halloween? Walmart sold um, all the Universal movies with these like fancy, really bright, glow in the dark slip covers. Yeah, everyone mm-hmm. was trying to resell those things for like fucking five times the price. I was like, the fuck is wrong with you people? Yeah, oh, I joined in. I bought, like, 40 copies of it because I figured, hey, fuck it, everybody's doing it. Did they, did they actually sell? I I didn't actually sell them yet. I'm going to do it when they become more valuable. Oh, damn it. I need the digital <laughs> codes. Yeah, I don't, I can't give them to you, though. I can't open them. Well, fuck. Actually, I gave away my digital codes. I opened two of them. Well, here's where the story went. I uh, I opened two of them, and one of them, for the first, I said, let me just watch this thing. It's Phantom of the Opera. The, I said this must be so fucking boring. The Lon Chaney one? Uh, no, the Claude Rains one. Oh, and it was great. 
It's good, but man, I just there's a scene. Have you ever seen the the Lon Chaney one, the silent film one? No, you know I can't. I tried. I do it. I'm one of those losers who like older people hate. I guess because I don't. I don't enjoy silent movies. No, I have a hard time with them too. But like I've I've watched it for Metropolis, Nosferatu, Cabinet of Dr. Caligari, and Phantom of the Opera. Um, there's a scene. That's all you need. Yeah, that, really. That's that's the four only four you need to see. And if you're not into science fiction, you don't have to watch Metropolis. And even if you Why? do watch Metropolis, there's more cuts and versions of that. Oh, I know. Than yeah. fucking fan than uh fucking Blade Runner. Yep. Um, yeah, but there's a scene right at the end where the Phantom and I and I can't remember and I don't think they put this in the Claude Rains one, where the Phantom is about to get rushed by all the people and he reaches in his pocket and then holds up his fist and everyone cowers back and then he just opens up his hand and starts fucking laughing and then everyone swarms the shit out of him that scene is like one of the most impressive scenes I've ever seen seen scenes yeah seen um s-e-e-n or s-c-e-n-e uh all three at the same time um (laughs) where where it's it's just like what do these people even think he held up a fucking grenade jesus like but he tricks them all and it's like this this crazy good scene um i prefer the silent phantom of the opera to the claude rames one just because lon chaney and that one is it's fantastic i'm sure he is but why can't we get someone like a Japanese mood to just talk over everything so we could not read it? I'll talk over it for you. Wouldn't that be great if somebody really went and did that? Like with Metropolis, either remake that shit or talk over it, please. I, I, I don't know, but I, I can't. I, I can I, I would. I, I, Metropolis is another one of those that's dear to my heart, and I could. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I couldn't ruin it. Metropolis is one of those movies where, like, um, there's certain movies that you watch and you go, holy shit, I can't believe this was made at this time um, right. because of the effects work and everything like that. It's like when you watch the original 1933 King Kong and you're like, holy shit, I can't believe they made this in 1933. Yeah, it's hard to believe. Um, it, it's one of those, but still, yeah. Uh, so you want to come on and do a Claude Rames Phantom of the Opera with us? If you do it, yeah. We'll do I mean, me and Kenneth just, like, we do random episodes for the shit of it, just me and him, where we just pick random shit, so that would be something. I've never do. I've never seen it before, so I'm I'm totally down. Uh, Kenneth, I'm pretty sure I've got a copy of it I can send you. I think I have, like, almost Please do. all of the uh, original Universals digitally. I'm, I'm pretty much, I'm pretty much down for watching anything that I've never seen before. And especially when it comes to older movies, because older movies to me, I think have a lot, a, a, a lot to offer that people don't give them credit for. I, I think with the older movies, there's a lot to talk about too, because you really have to like dig in and really have to talk about like the atmosphere and what they mean when they say and do certain things. Like there's so like with Creature of the Black Lagoon, there's so many things you could talk about. I was actually surprised with the Skeleton Crew. That um, y'all didn't go deeper on some of the aspects of it, dude. There's a whole story behind that. I I got a text. Basically, the, we scheduled the show wrong, and Dan literally texted me within 20 minutes of that review, saying, "Dude, I gotta get going. Uh, so if I leave, blah blah blah." And from there, you can hear 
that my mind was not focused in on what I was doing. I was completely preoccupied that he was leaving early. So I felt like I had to rush through everything. I had two pages of notes and I might have gotten to like 40% of them. Okay, that would explain it because I was sitting there because I I was, like I said in y'all's Facebook group, I was comparing what y'all were saying, comparing to what we were saying. And uh, I didn't bring up the fact that I thought that y'all didn't cover enough, especially from Jamie. I was kind of thank you really <laughs> surprised. Um, yeah, dude, it was the, it was the it was a very uh, casual review of something that we probably should have went deeper on. Yeah, but I mean that happens. Life happens. We've had <sighs> so much shit happen with us. I coughed all through our brain scan review. And I, I, oh, that was terrible. Yeah. That whole thing was terrible. We all fucking did <laughs> shitty on that one. It was so terrible. And the, yeah, it happened. And I've left that episode up because I don't give a shit. Because, uh, well, it'd be that right. was that that was one of those mornings that I called Jerry and I was just like, man, what the fuck? And I'm all fucked up on Nyquil and shit, trying to talk yeah. to him. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, Alex, thank you for joining us. We had a blast. Um, we look forward to having you again throughout the random times. Um, there's always fun subjects to come and talk to me and Kenneth about. Um, other than that, Kenneth, do you have any parting words? Um, other than uh, appreciate you coming on the show, Alex, and I uh, look forward to uh, working with you some more, man. Yeah, thanks, man. You too. Thanks, guys. All yep. right. We are out of here. Here now. You should consider yourself fortunate that someone finally found you. Do you think so? Tokyo is not very different from that island. People in cities are cruel, aren't they? It's all the same. I would be happier living on that island than in this city. <laughs> <laughs>